This episode of Enough is brought to you by Zoomph. Zoomph makes software solutions for creators to find and fix performance issues that may be impacting the speed of their websites. Faster websites have better, more engaged users, better Google rankings, and overall improve user experience. When surfing the web, we all want it to be snappy, and that's what keeps us coming back to a site. Zoomph checks your website against 400 performance best practices and finds things like server issues, including compression, caching, and HTTP connection problems, design issues like bloated images and unused styles that can be removed, and many more issues including browser-specific problems. For each of these, Zoomph will tell you exactly what the issue is, why it's important to you, and clearly details what you need to do to resolve it with a simple step-by-step guide. You can go to zoomph.com forward slash free, that's Z-O-O-M-P-F dot com forward slash free to get a free performance analysis. And if you decide you need their services after undertaking this, you can get 20% off the lifetime of your account with Zoomph by going to zoomph, that's Z-O-O-M-P-F dot com forward slash 70 decibels. Mr. Michael Hurley. Mr. Patrick Rohn, Esquire. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know. Esquire just sounds so British. <laughs> You're an honorary Brit. Am I? Yeah. Gosh, I would love that. I would totally love that. You know me. I'm 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 a big time Anglophile. I know more about your country than I do about mine. You know more about my country than I do. <laughs> That's because I love your country, man. I want to come to your country. I want to come to your country sooner rather than later. We're, we, we actually, so my wife and I, a complete sidebar to the episode topic, I apologize, but my, uh, my wife and I had a very nice long two hour meeting with our, uh, our tax and business guy, uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and so, yeah, basically, uh, I think we've pretty much decided that uh, as of the first of the year, um, our respective consulting businesses are going away. Hmm. Uh, to first of next be, year. What? The first of next year. Yeah, so 2013. Yeah. Um, to be replaced uh, by a new business uh, that uh, she and I are co-owners of. Uh, and uh, and once we do that, it will make things like uh, both of us and Beatrix coming overseas for business travel purposes that much easier. Good. Uh, uh, because essentially the way it works is that any day that – either of us do anything that is business related in that kind of scenario. So as long as we schedule something each day that has something to do with our businesses, then the air, then the hotel and meals and everything else can be, can be deducted. (laughs) Business taxes. They're a beautiful thing. (laughs) But that such things will work much, much easier if we have a joint corporation that has its own capital and thus its own 
its own bank account and its own credit card and its own – you get what I'm saying, right? Where, where we both have joint credit cards for this business and we have a joint account for this business that we both are – you get what I'm saying? So that everything gets tied to that one thing and it's a lot easier to track and, uh, and throws up a lot, a lot less red flags for the IRS. Well, then I'm going to look forward to the first annual Minimal Mac Enough London meetup. Oh, there definitely will be that. That will be at least one of the days. Um, but obviously, you know, you and I get together on a couple of other days uh, mm-hmm. outside of that, uh, then great. And uh, I've got other, you know, business interests. She has a few people that she can meet up with. Uh, but regardless any of that stuff as long as one of us does a business related meeting um all hotel and meals and things like that can get accounted for so that certainly sounds like something that's rocking your world at the moment that is definitely something that uh that is rocking my world at the moment um a little bit scary because it means putting you know, putting a business that I've spent the past 20 years building kind of, not necessarily to bed, but certainly rebranding it and putting it under a different name and while well, giving her half of ownership of it. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, it means the same thing for her, right? I mean, yeah. her business becomes, you know, same, uh, similar sort of thing. So, And who wants to go into business with you? <laughs> I think she's the only one who wants to go into anything with me. So I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to have her. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's rocking my world right now. But, I, but that's what we're going to do. Once again, we're going to have another one of these things where we talk about a whole bunch of things uh, that we're enjoying and are kind of, uh, you know, kind of making us happy and rocking our world right now. Mm-hmm. You want to? Since I just kind of mentioned something that, yeah, was kind of like that. You can kind of go next. What's what's okay. up with you? So, in a couple of days' time. Hopefully yeah. in a couple of days' time, we're gonna be um, we're gonna be releasing the first episode of our new show, Bionic. Oh yeah. Yes. Now Bionic um, is it's gonna be it's gonna be starting off as an Android show, um, Android and Google related. It's gonna be the mm-hmm. primary focus. Mm-hmm. I have an awesome guest host. That I'm not gonna announce it because I don't know if I will have announced it by the time this re- is released. Okay. Um, and the host is really cool. He's a, he's a good guy, and uh, I think he's going to bring a lot to the show. And an Android fan? Uh, no. Oh, and interesting. This is part, the, main, the main thing about Bionic is it's going to be... Um, it's going to be not just Android. It's going to be competing ecosystems. So we're going to start off of Android, but we want to, when it's released, cover things like Windows 8. Huh. Um, and stuff like that, and what we and and what we want to do, um, in in the long in the long haul is is as Apple fans, we're both big Apple fans, looking at competing ecosystems through the lens of an Apple fanboy. So, huh. for example, with Android, because Android, I think, is going to be the primary focus because it's the big market, it's the other big market. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, you know, I reckon we will always come back to Android. Yeah, because Windows Phone Seven obviously is kind of a blip, and yeah, you know, the, I mean, and that's then all the really Windows it. Eight stuff. I mean, it's going to be big, but I don't think it will be as long running as the Android part of the show. So, you know, we we want to kind of compare what we love about our iOS devices with these devices. So, 
you know, that could be what, what is better and what is worse. So I took the plunge um, and, and bought off contract for a sizable chunk of money, a Galaxy <laughs> S3. Yeah, the, the moment you said off contract, yeah. uh, that immediately uh, told us that you paid more than what you should have for that phone. Mm-hmm. But Just that's because okay. I don't want to be tied to another carrier. So uh, nah, I'd been putting some cash aside for this because I knew it was something I wanted to do. Yeah, that's fair. And I love this phone. Really? I love it. I really enjoy using it. Interesting. Now, so, I, I don't want to give so too much So this is away. a straight... Well, okay. I don't, you don't want to give any... Mm. But I just want to be clear. This is like a straight out-of-the-box Android experience. The like, S- you know, with apps and things like that. But, like, you haven't, like, had to root this thing or jailbreak it or anything well, like that. Well, it comes with um, Samsung Sense UI. Um, and I have made some customizations. I've not rooted it, but I've made some customizations. I mean, this is what's really cool, right? So I'm gonna we're gonna talk about this on Bionic, but I want to give people okay. a taste for what they're gonna see on this show, because right. you know. So I'm gonna give one of the examples. I'm not a big fan of the Android keyboard, like the keyboard that comes inbuilt with the phone. I don't think that the text prediction and auto correction is very good. I've never been a fan of it. Now, if this was iOS. If I wasn't a fan of it on iOS, I'm stuck. Huh. Get used to it. Right? Now, that is, that's the way that we look at it. Get used to it. But what I did with my Android device is I just installed a better keyboard. Uh, so I went okay. to the App Store, downloaded an app called Swift Key Free, which has much better text prediction. It, le- it learns stuff. Like you can plug in your Twitter account and things like that, so it learns things that you type. So, for example, it quite frequently knows what I'm going to say next. So yeah. I will write a word, and then it can suggest the next word for me. And it learns things like frequent email addresses I use. It's, it's really cool, but it also it just makes the actual typing experience is better. Okay. Because I don't know what it is about what Apple does. I think it is the prediction, and I think they've got the prediction better than the stock Android. But this SwiftKey thing does a real good job of that too. But this is the kind of stuff that I'm really excited at looking at is the differences between Android and iPhone and iOS and what they allow me to do. So that, that's one of the things that we're going to be looking at in the show. So okay. I was able to make the phone better um, without yeah. jailbreaking. Um, and I think that there are some merits to that. Hmm. So, but you okay. know, that's it's for a subset of the audience. But the device itself, I love. It's four point eight inches, right? The screen, which is huge. But, yeah. But, but I love it. And now, and I think it's <laughs> yeah. really one of those things. Now, whenever I saw the large phones, I thought that's ridiculous. Once you get used to it. There are Once you get the, used to holding a tablet up to your ear, I, yeah? Mm-hmm. It is big. It is big, right? <laughs> and there is no denying the fact that it is, it's a big piece of hardware. I am blessed with quite large hands, so I can very easily touch all, all corners of the device with one hand. Right? I know that a lot of people can't do that, but I'm lucky in that respect. But, That's what she said. Exactly. <laughs> but, the, <laughs> but there are... I tell you what, though, Pat, that... The screen on this thing as well, like so you can adjust the color temperature and stuff. So I've made it, it it's really bright and it really pops and I like I like it. I like the screen size. And sometimes some t- people are gonna hate me so much, Pat. Sometimes I, I I go back to the iPhone and I'm like, I would like this to be a little bit bigger now. So 
I am happy that the iPhone's going to be getting bigger now. <laughs> I, I, originally, uh, I wasn't rumor. sure about it. Rumor. It's going to be bad. They, we, they've got to do it. Rumor. <laughs> originally, I wasn't that sure about it. But since I've had the experience of using a different screen size, I have been very happy with the additional information that I get from it. Um, so, yes, Bionic will be coming very soon. Hopefully, we're going to be de- having our debut episode on the 5th. So, oh, nice. um, and in that episode, me and my guest host, we're going to be talking about the devices that we have, the reasons we chose them, and what we like about the system. We may cover some Google I.O. stuff, which happened last week, um, when you're hearing this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or we may leave that for the week after. It depends on how, how much we get through. But well, I want everybody to know, I am iOS. You cut me, I bleed Apple, right? I'm not, <laughs> I have no, in- I'm, I'm enjoying the Android experience, but it does not beat the iPhone for me. We're also going to talk about that and why. Um, and I'm going to be doing some interesting experiments. I'm going to switch to Android for a week, stuff like that, and see how oh, I wow. get on. See how far into the week I can get. I, I think, I think it's finally happened, Michael. You've finally become me. It's what I've been working on since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? Well, because of my crazy week with experience, uh, experiments, right? Oh, you know, right. Yeah, or week yeah. without, actually. You know? Yeah, I'm a week without iOS. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. Um, you're more than welcome to steal that, uh, you know, to steal that idea and, and the name. Thank you. Well, I mean, it, I'll be perfectly honest with you. All joking aside, it sounds awesome. It's definitely the, the kind of show that I would love to listen to. And yeah, I've already hoping- loved listening to you. To you talk about it thus far, so I'm hoping people will. I'm hoping people it. won't just think they're going to talk about Android. Like we are, but it's the, it, the way that we're framing the discussion is different. Like I'm not going to sit and go, "Fragmentation's amazing," right? <laughs> I want, we're going to be talking about it. In you know, the idea of choice. There are some elements that are good for choice, but there are some elements that are bad for choice. And when I'm talking about the process I had to go through to buy this device, you will see the problems of choice. And that's going to be in the first episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk through how long it took me to decide on the Galaxy S3. Wow. Okay. And how how much work that took to make that decision. All right. So hmm. that is my thing. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I, I hope it's going to be. I hope it will be well received. And the artwork is amazing. Not sure. um, Stephen made some cool music, but Aaron knocked it out of the park again. Yeah, well, man, the, I'll tell you what's really just still beating me over the head. If no one's seen it yet, uh, so the guys that do the Quotebook app. Um, Lickability. Uh, Yeah, organized under the name Lickability. Um, And so if you go to uh, lickability.net, that's L-I-C-K-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y.net. They have Um, the .com as well. I'm sorry? They have the .com. Oh, they have the .com as well. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, so .com too. His logo for Lickability is wonderful. It's like Coca-Cola level of design. It's really, really neat. He did um, a, Aaron, I, and I don't want to give it away, but it is by far my favorite logo that he's done. It also is probably the the least designed, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, there's not there's not a lot going on here. It's not like one of the artworks that he does for us, right? Exactly. You know, or like if you but, look at what he did for Gabe at Mac Drifter, you know, yeah. like it's it's words, but there's a lot more going on. But in this lickability one, there's just some a subtle statement made right at the start, and then it's nice yeah. and crisp. It's good. Well, and it took me a, at least a couple of looks before I noticed it, and that was the wonderful thing. Right? Was that suddenly it jumped out at me? I'm like, oh. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things. So go check it out. I mean, completely off topic, but uh, that guy's just so damn good. Something that's rocking your world, though. It, it totally is rocking my world. I mean, everything that Aaron does rocks my world. <laughs> I mean, seriously, he he. I have yet to see a released design from him that is... Uh, you know that I that I think is anything less than subpar, and uh, I could do a whole show about working with Aaron because Aaron's got a pattern, and I've spotted it now. And now that I know it, uh, I know exactly what to expect. But uh, let's just say that when you're working with Aaron, when he gives you the gradient. That's his way of saying, step the F off. I know what I'm doing here. The gradient. What, the like gradient. A, okay. At, at some point along, and, and that's, and it isn't necessarily a gradient, but it is a design that you look at and you know is so completely far from the path that you've been going that he's basically giving it to you as an option to make you to 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 basically make you back off. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so that he could just get down and he's do throwing, and he's do throwing the work you the curve and hit it ball. out of the park, right? Yeah. You know? It's 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 like uh, the guy who's, you know, sitting there trying to, you know, take the wheel off his tire and it's not working and he's grunting grunting and groaning, whatever, and suddenly the big burly guy who's changed a million tires before, you know, who's a auto mechanic comes along and just pushes him so it's just just step away, I got this. (laughs) Does it in five minutes and you know, says, There you go. (laughs) Job done. Job done. That's 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 the gradient. Oh well, I digress. So for Tell us something uh, you've been loving. Yeah. For uh Father's Day. Um I got two well uh, so for Father's Day and for my anniversary, which fell within just a few days of each other. Um, like I think may uh, Father's Day was on a Sunday. My anniversary was like that Thursday or Friday or something like that. It was that Friday. Um, and so they came pretty close together. So I, and they always do. So I kind of tie them close together in my uh, mind. But my wife gave me two things. I'll talk about one of them now. And if we've got enough time, I'll talk about the next one. But uh, she gave me a pair of Tom's shoes. Oh, yes. They are the shoes that the hipsters wear. Uh, uh, is that the truth? Mm hmm. I wouldn't know. I'm not a hipster. All I know is that they're damn freaking comfortable. Well, definitely here. I can't speak for the U.S. That's not yeah. a criticism. They're cool shoes. No, they're it, it very much uh, probably here, too, for all I know. Um, I'm just not very hip. 
And so when I get these things and people are like, oh, yeah, those are all popular right now. I'm like, really? Never even heard of them before or whatever, right? Um, so, uh, But that's not the case with Tom's. I kind of knew about Tom's. Um, and Tom's made a big splash, you know, um, mainly because of this. And that is that they have a thing with every pair of shoes that are purchased, Tom's gives a pair of new shoes to a child in need, mm. um, usually in a developing com- uh, country where, you know, children just don't have shoes. And uh, and Tom's has been doing this for years, and they're well vetted about it. It's not some scam. They really are giving shoes to kids in developing countries, and it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. But even more wonderful, these things are just the most comfortable and perfect summer shoe. Um, most of the styles are slip-on styles, and that's kind of what I have, though. They also have a couple of lace-up styles, and uh, they now offer kind of a boot style, like a kind of chukka, you know, kind of desert boot sort of style. But uh, in all in all, I believe the theory is the same, with a very kind of flat, sturdy footbed, um... Yeah, you know, nice flat, sturdy sole with a nice leather uh, insert that kind of molds to the shape of your foot um, very quickly after wear. Um, and provides just enough cushion to, uh, you know, to kind of give that added comfort. Um, and uh, they're attractive, and they, you know, go with almost everything. I. You know, wear them just as easily with shorts and a T-shirt as I did uh, the other night when I did a, uh, a book reading of Enough. I wore them sockless uh, with a you know pair of jeans and a button-up shirt and a uh, casual sport jacket and looked very professional, you know. And so, uh, yeah, I highly, highly, highly recommend these. Um Especially before the summer's out, you got to get a pair of these and wear them. They're not really kind of cold weather winter shoes. Your feet will freeze to death. But <laughs> but for a summer kind of beachy shoe, they they can't be beat. Really love them. Cool. You got anything else, Michael? What? So you know you're doing a new podcast, but got any stuff? Because you know here at enough, we're all about buying stuff. Um, I haven't got something I'm buying. I've got a, a new service that we've just started using. Ooh, do tell. Um, glass board. Oh yeah, yeah. You sent me an invite code for that, and I, you know, and I, we've been playing around with it. Yeah. Um, this is what all the hipsters were wearing at WWDC, apparently. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Uh, I'm trying to think how I can explain it. It's like. I'll tell you what we're doing with it. So I invited all of the hosts of the network to the app today. Um, and So basically what it does is it's created what they call a board, which is like a small chat room. It's, it's like a group iMessage, really, but it's in its own contained application. So it's like we um, everybody posts like can post something and then we can comment on what that person's posted you can add images and locations and stuff like that um and then someone can post something else instead of commenting and it's just as a way for us as a network to have what i'm calling the 70 decibels water cooler hmm okay 
And and that's kind of I mean we just started using this as we're as we're recording today. Mm-hmm. Um and so far I think it's been you know interesting and a lot of fun. Uh, I like the idea of having this l- kind of little private um you know, environment, uh, you know, kind of I am group I am sort of thing yeah. where we can shoot messages back and forth. But it also supports photos and um, and uh, doesn't it support what else does it do? I forget. There, if you use it, it on the web, I think you can attach documents. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I thought you could, that there was like a web uh, interface and you could attach uh, documents that way or something like that. But, you know, once again, it's just a really kind of neat uh, little collaboration tool. Um, And I think a lot of people were using it in WWDC as kind of a... Here's where I am. Let's go grab lunch. That's kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it was kind of a, you know, like a little internal message board. I'm still trying to understand exactly how they used it that way. You know, like how they, you know, like if, for instance, I wanted to try to meet up with, I don't know, Gruber, right? And Gruber was on Glassboard. I, like, I would have had to have been, like, a, a member of his Glassboard or something Yeah, like that. it was basically, I think the way that they were doing it is people were inviting each other to the boards and then letting each other know where they were. Oh, I got gotcha. Like, it wasn't, okay. like, a broadcasted thing. They was, It was still sort of just, like, in friend circles. Yeah, so, it like, if, a uh, if the 70 way. decibels crowd, we were at... Uh, we were there. You would have sent out an invite uh, to all of us to say, "Hey, you know, jump in here and let's just keep track of where uh, where we all are, and post about where we're at, and maybe we can yeah. meet up with folks or whatnot." Exactly. Gotcha. So you don't have to send a message to everyone. People can just jump in and be like, oh, "All right, I'll go to this and this." Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Very interesting. And I can't tell. Is there a way to send a like if I wanted to? Post a message that was specifically to you, you like could, without replies or whatever. Is there a way to do that? Uh, you can comment on something I say. Okay. Um, but if you wanted to do something, if you wanted to have a private discussion, you could invite me to a board that you create. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it, it's uh, it looks really neat so far. I could see this being really useful, like in businesses and you know, like uh, kind of small teams that work together and all have iPhones and you know want are looking for a way to kind of have uh, their own private little uh, chat area uh, from their phones. Uh, it would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also see it uh, being an so one of the things that uh, uh, Matthew Bischoff, when he was on a few episodes back, uh, talked about Pair, which was a private, uh, you know, kind of a, basically a social network between two people, you know, you and your spouse or you and your partner or you, you know, just you and one other person. Um, and uh, had some kind of neat features uh, surrounding that. But I could just as easily, if you're looking for something that doesn't have like, oh, you can see when I'm rubbing my finger or something <laughs> against the screen to say hi, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, when you don't need something like that, 
I mean, this will work just great in that kind of scenario. You know, if you and your partner, you and Sammy had both had glass board, you could create your own little room and do the same similar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, really cool. How are we doing on time here? You, uh, tw- you know. Twenty-five minutes. We should probably wrap up. Oh, oh man, well, I'm not going to be able to get to my other thing. I'll, let me it. get to it quickly. Okay. Real quick. Real okay, quick. Go on. Um. So. Uh, I recently got, um, uh, finally picked up the new Apple Express uh, little base station, Mm -hmm. the new one that just came out. They've updated it, and it's got dual band uh, wireless in, um, just like the Airport Extreme. Um, It also has... Uh, both a um, uh, its own uh, Ethernet. Uh, before you could plug Ethernet into it and kind of use that as a, but it also has a a basically a a WAN and LAN uh, port built in, which uh, is highly useful for a number of things. Not the least of which is being able to kind of bridge a device. So if you want to say take a printer that is uh, that is Ethernet and plug it in there, um, bada bing, bada boom, you can now put that put that on the network, even though it may not have wireless. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, a really, really nice update. I had and have been using up until this point to make sure that the coverage was nice and strong in my third floor office, the original Airport Express, the very first one. (laughs) It has lasted me for that long and has been just fine, but this is well worth the the upgrade and it's only what 99 bucks or something like that i forget what it is but it just just go just if if you have been wanting to get either an airport express for being able to you know stream music to another room or you know for any of the purposes i've mentioned or if you have an older model now's the time to upgrade. Now's the time to replace it with this one because this one has enough new features and enough new whiz-bang to make it well worth it. And it's fast. It is fast, fast, fast. This is probably one of the reasons why our audio quality or our Skype quality has maintained <laughs> this <laughs> this session uh, is because of that. Then I am happy with it. <laughs> I can't say for sure, but, you know. It's it's uh, it's it's certainly I've I've noticed the st- signal strength increase uh, as well as the increased speed. So excellent. All right, my friend. Well, um, you know we're gonna link to all of this stuff in the show notes as we always do, and if uh, Bionic is out by then, I will uh, you know I'll certainly link to it there. But otherwise, uh, please keep an eye out on seventy decibels dot com for that because that sounds awesome. But thank you, sir. You're welcome. But uh, beyond that, I guess we'll chat later. We will. Cheers. Cheers.